And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the new Gentleman Overlords. I never really caught the... Well, I would like to welcome our new Gentleman Overlords. <laughs> we are the new Gentleman Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. And that's Robert. Robert. I'm Robert. What the fuck are you Jeez, doing? What the heck? I, 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 I just, just tur- turning in as soon as he said I'm Max. <laughs> I think we got to give me a second here. He might be on a lag, yeah. Uh, Better well. not be kind of feels like he might be anyways uh Mm. let's talk about some movies we've seen don't you forget about me look my way girl something (laughs) breakfast movies we've seen robert if you're caught up if uh, I'm here, baby. Internet's working. If uh, you're, I think I'm hearing you. What? All right, movies? we're starting. And we're starting now. Yeah, and the, uh, let's go. Roll the theme again. And this is the new um, gentleman overlords. All right, here's what's going down. John Wick two and three. Watch those in preparation for the fourth one, which I have not seen yet. I uh, enjoyed them both. I would. I, I would. Thought... Uh, Robert, I'd like exact titles, please. Well, that would be John Wick chapter two and John Wick chapter three. Uh, Parabellum. Correct. This one, for some reason, is called has another thing. Um, and then they went back to just chapter four. For yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. It's so funny that they just were sticking to a good convention and then changed it. Um, I like them. I thought I had seen two, and it turns out I hadn't. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. And have you guys seen both of these movies? I haven't seen any John Wick movie. None of I them. Ha- I have seen all but the fourth. Okay. Um, all but the fourth. So I, I like them both. Uh, I think three is a lot better than two. Uh, not that they're not both good, but I just found, found three to be a lot more enjoyable. And I'm kind of excited that the universe just keeps expanding and getting kind of weird. But um, yeah, just sort of not sure where it goes. Like, I, I'm, I'm excited to see four, but I'm kind of like not sure where they go from it because they're like heightening so much. It also takes place over a relatively small amount of time I wasn't aware of. Um, so... Anyway, I'm just, I'm ready to see that, but I don't want also don't want to like say, I know they're not the newest movies, but I don't want to like say too much because if the fourth one's coming out, people are going to see it. I don't like talk too much about the other movies, but good supporting cast. And yeah, I just really enjoyed all the, uh, especially I will say one thing though, the enemies in the third movie where it's like, they're very armored, but you just have to like shoot them a bunch in the face is very funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was it, what was it like uh, watching Lance Reddick after the fact? Uh, you know, that's a huge bummer and I caught, caught a couple interview things on when the fourth one was coming out and hearing them talk about him. And it was just like a, a shame to hear that he was gone basically. So yeah, I, I mean, shame he was gone, but like not knowing also what his role is in the next movie, but seeing now his, his performance in these other ones, I was like, damn, I'm excited to see but it's going to be so bittersweet so i saw i when he passed away there was a clip going around the internet from the comedy bang bang tv show of him battling reggie watts in like a tron kind of simulation and it's just like and i i i saw like a tweet that scott ackerman had tweeted about it and it was just like 
we couldn't figure out why he was doing our show. And then I looked at his IMDb and just realized he likes doing interesting things. And so like, I, it was just like, he just probably saw the script and was like, yeah, that sounds fun. I'll do that. And it's just like, he <laughs> just seems like a fun guy. He's yeah. And it seemed, and it's like, he brought that talent and intensity to every role. It didn't seem like he, he never acted like he was beneath anything, at least as far as I have seen of his works, mm-hmm. which is just, I don't know. Too soon. Gone yeah. too soon. Yeah. Um, watched Dungeons and, blah, blah, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Um, loved it. Thought it was great. I think I told you guys about it and mm-hmm. said, you should definitely go see it. You don't need to have played Dungeons and Dragons or any of the associated games uh, to really get it. It'll It's fun if you're like, oh, Waterdeep. I've heard of that. Or, oh, Baldur's Gate. Okay, I'm, I recognize that. But it's it's pretty... And the fact that Dungeons and Dragons has informed so much other sort of general magic and fantasy stuff means that if you've seen fantasy stuff, you'll probably understand this. There's wizards and spells and, and, you know, uh, and, you know, different types of races that have like big, you know, like dragon people and cat people and stuff like that. They also use a lot of practical effects when possible, Mm -hmm. which are really awesome looking. And it's just awesome to see them like standing next to a bird person or, actually pulling this prop out of this thing and it's really there or someone's like you know tied up and the you know the actual they're not on a it's not like a green screen energy you know thing wrapping around them there's actually something physical there and and the effects they do use are i think look really good too but it's just encouraging that they're actually working against real props and, and things like that uh can so. i read you my two favorite letterbox reviews of this movie sure uh, I bestow upon this film the greatest honor I have, a movie I will put on while doing things around the house. And then mm-hmm. this one, three and a half stars. This is what Marvel thinks it is. <laughs> There's a lot of Marvel comparisons because in my opinion, the difference is that some of the humor feels uh, of this time, like the structuring a little bit, but it also makes sense for like, the, char- the characters that are saying it and the hu- or the humor is like that this character is like kind of dry but it, that can b- make for funny things and obviously Chris Pine is like he's the most quippy he's the most you know yeah. thinking on his feet and kind of stuff like that so it, it fits it doesn't feel out of place and also like there's good Marvel quippiness and, yeah. and humor like that the problem is that it's now more synonymous with the worst of it and the so that just happened and that kind of yeah. shit where yeah, it's just yeah, sort yeah. of like, it's been it just driven into the ground and it's so, and, and rightly so is derided. So, um, so I, I think it is doing a much better job at having, again, similarly like structured and maybe more like modern style humor, but just not being with you over the head with it basically. Um, so saw that, uh, in fact, I guess I'll just mention, I liked it so much. I saw it again. So Whoa. see if there's a third time I watched, I see you. I S E E U. Uh, it's from 2019. Is it maybe I'm trying to remember. And it's starring Helen hunt. And it's a really weird movie that like I've had, I had two people recommend it. My mom recommended it to, to me. And then my sister-in-law recommended it to me and I never heard of it. And they both said it was really cool. And I had to watch it. And my mom was like, this is the best thing I've seen in years. And I was like, what? And I was like, are you sure you want to like hype it up this much? Cause I, I just don't see how this could be so incredible. Um, and I'm here to report it was fine. 
uh, <laughs> I, I liked it. I didn't. I wasn't blown away by it. It was doing some. It did some interesting things where like it kind of tells a story up to a point and then kind of jumps backwards and tells it from this other perspective. Um, I kind of don't want to say too much in case people do want to check it out because I think part of the the twist is kind of clever that like you get these other characters perspectives and are kind of trying to piece together what's going on. But, um, but I was a little underwhelmed just because it had been hyped up a bit. Mm-hmm. So um, a light, a light recommendation. Th- if, if you're into kind of like a, you know, a tame, tame thrillers, I would say that's, that's probably a decent one. It's not a hor- horror movie. It's a, yeah, it's like, it's like a thriller. It's kind of, it's not exactly a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. I wouldn't say. Okay, it markets itself as one. From what it might I even be, it might it. even say genre-wise a horror. I mean, there's like horror subjects like that. I mean, it's like a kid is missing, so there's already the inherent, you know, ah, ah, scariness <laughs> of that. He could be anywhere. He could um, be gonna, anywhere. <laughs> are you gonna go on to watch? I still see you. Is that an actual sequel? I don't know if it's a sequel. There is that a would movie be really funny. See you. There's also there is a like a mask in the movie and probably in the marketing the mask. Is, like, I yeah. wish. Um, that I think I know where that kid went. Creepy looking, but so I could see it being a thing of like, oh man, this is like going to be our flagship character, you know, our guy for the rest of these this series of movies. It also doesn't really lend itself to. I mean, there's lots of movies that don't lend itself to a sequel and have a sequel, but um, yeah. So light make a recommendation. Um, I watched Training Day. Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. Hadn't seen that in a long time. Really enjoyed uh, watching it again. Um, Denzel's a real piece of shit in that. It's fun because I don't know, at least when I watched it the first time, I believe, I don't know if I have had seen him as like a villain in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not I'm not positive how often he is anyway. So it, it is fun to have him playing just like such a, a creep. But then also trying to justify it and be like, you just you know, ratted out your friend and put him away. And it's like, yeah, but he's an actual actually. And he sold drugs to kids. And it's like, well, you were using him like you are just as bad. Yeah. It's uh, it's wild stuff. Um, and the scene with Ethan Hawke stuck with all the gangbangers in the apartment is a uh, harrowing as well. It's fun to, fun to rewatch. Um, and then I watched another great buddy, you know, a du- you know, a movie about a duo, you know, driving around, a goofy movie <laughs> a lot like training day when you think mm-hmm. about it yeah um i forgot that there the, were the template right the blueprint for yeah exactly. if, I, if i'm not training day, i kind of ripped it off if i'm not reacting because i'm thinking about how much these two movies really correlate with each other so yeah. yeah yeah go ahead and like you know max is sitting in the passenger seat he's like what's up max you don't like getting wet wet, wet? And he's just like <laughs> oh and he's like angel dust max <laughs> um that was fun to rewatch. Uh, I forgot that there were as many songs as there were. Like, I think the Powerline song is a fucking jam. But I, I, I kind of thought we were talking about Training Day still. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was when Denzel is like singing eye to eye. He's singing yeah. King Kong ain't got shit on me at the end, and it's like the big musical gun, number. That gun, gun, ain't got shit on me. Um, no, I'm talking about a goofy movie. Um, it's good fun, and also has that great. It's 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 a cartoon food that I think about all the time, which is not as much the cheese whiz that the Polly Shore character is eating, the piece of pizza they pull up out of the box and mm-hmm. it's just like one long stretch. The Ninja Turtles similarly had some good za, but that was a big yeah. kids uh, cartoon pizza in my memory. 
the last movie I saw that's very new, so I won't talk too much about it, was Super Mario Bros. movie. Oh, oh baby. baby. Oh, baby. Uh, uh, general general uh, thoughts on it? My general thoughts are that it could have been better. Uh, I think it... It showed a lot. It showed a lot in the trailers, as far as like it showed a lot of the really fun set pieces and stuff in the trailers. Um, there's like individual scenes I could be like that scene was fun, that scene was fun, that scene. But it's like very, they were all very frenetic and kind of like a, a chase or like a battle scene. Um, I think the framing of where Mario and Luigi are from in the movie versus where the Mushroom Kingdom is is weird. I think there's actually, I think Luigi actually does surprisingly little in the movie. Uh which is annoying because I like I I immediately thought of like why wouldn't he why couldn't you done this or met this person or done this thing and then been doing like player it's, two shit yeah you, you know forgot and, to, and, you forgot to plug in the second controller that's why yeah it, it was odd because it really sort of played up the idea that like we're brothers and nothing can happen to us if we're together and then it's like then they're not apart they're could like you, apart you, the whole movie could you Chris Pratt that a little bit more to make it more authentically Mario for me I don't want to give something away in the movie but like. Uh, can I say ah. something that like happens really early in the movie? I'll okay. allow it. All right. I don't want to like spoil the reveal. So like they released this earlier on. There's like a commercial for their business and it looks kind of like a poorly made, like homemade commercial for like the super Mario bros plumbing business. You can find it on YouTube. I'm pretty sure they cut it off on the YouTube version before this point where they're like, they're like on stools and they're green screened and there's like the yellow capes billowing. It's the only time that yellow power up shows mm-hmm. up in the movie, but they're like, Hey, call us. And we'll come over and help you with the thing. And then they're like doing, and I was like, Oh my God, like this is the voice. Like this is kind of the, what I was expecting. And then they cut out and they're watching their video, like on the TV, it's premiered. And they're like, what do you think about like the voice we did? Was that over the top? And they're like, no, that was like perfect. Like you should, it was good to lean into it. And it's like, but now you're showing me like the not as fun version yeah. where it sounds kind of like Charlie Day and it sounds kind of like Chris Pratt. They have little changes that make them sound like a, a character kind of, but I don't know, man, it's weird. And then of course, what's his, uh, well, I say what's his face. Like, of you know, how, how could they not honor um, Charles Martinet? The original voice of Mario mm-hmm. is in there basically doing like Mario voice and noises, but doesn't get to be, I don't know. It, it's kind of annoying. So um, I was surprised by it, uh, and it just kind of reinforced for me that there are animated movies that kids enjoy, that adults can also enjoy. They can be more complex. They can be fun and bright, too, and they don't have to sacrifice one or the other. Uh, so I, I was I was hoping for, for more, but I, I would also like to talk about it at some point. If you guys watch it, whether for it's for a, a full ep or not, we should discuss in a future date. Yeah. Uh, and that's about what I've seen for movies. Max, you said, have you seen any movies? No, I uh, I intentionally have not seen Super Mario Bros. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, huh? No. I watched. I, I, oh, go ahead. I just, Max. I just got a chip on my shoulder. I don't know if I'll ever see that movie. I understand. Yeah. You didn't see any other movies though, Max? Not that I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, uh, must have been good. I saw Michael Clayton. Oh, I. Uh, that's George Clooney. It's Clune Dog. Uh, it's his. And he's it's, going... it's basically him being Aaron Brockovich. It's a. Uh, I think. It's... God, I am so sick and tired of these 
like gender swapped remakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had to make Aaron Brockovich a guy, huh? Um, it's I so we watched it because one of our friends came across one of those lawn signs that says "In this house we believe." You know, usually we believe in science and. Mm-hmm. In this in this this sign it was in this house we believe Michael Clayton is an underrated classic and blah blah so we're all like oh yeah I've seen that before yeah so it's like I guess we're gonna watch Michael Clayton and like see what all the fuss is about and it's fine I didn't hate it I didn't love it it's not his it's not my uh George Clooney's best movie but what what is George Clooney's best movie uh is I he Aloha it's a <laughs> It's not Aloha. You're thinking of The okay. Descendants. I'm thinking um, of The Descendants. Thank you. Which I do like. I think that is probably one of my favorite movies of his. Um, <laughs> okay, I like I like I, that movie I'm a lot. I'm glad I said Aloha. I like that movie a lot. Um, I don't know. I like. I mean, he's great in the Ocean's movies. You know, like I just think like he brings. There's certain movies he brings a life to, and I don't think that a procedural drama is his forte like i don't think it's his strong suit so like he's good in it but i wouldn't like i wouldn't be like man clune dog like went off in this one <laughs> so i don't know i think it's fine i it was it was fun i um got to get off a uh, michael clayton michael Crichton joke in the group chat when we were watching it so that was that was also a worthwhile endeavor so i don't know it's fine and then last night we watched Napoleon Dynamite, which okay. I realize, and I'll make this, I'll make a comparison about this when we talk about the, um, the main movie later, but this movie, I think like poisoned indie movies for like 10 years. Like it just, it, I think like, and I think Napoleon Dynamite, as I'm watching it, I'm realizing how much that movie is like influenced by Wes Anderson yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. It's it's Wes Anderson by way of uh or whatever uh desolate, you know, farmland that they live in. Right. Um it has it it's rougher around the edge. It's not quite as no. surreal. Yeah. Surreally uh, you know, perfect and pristine and symmetrical or right. whatever. Um you do it does feel right though that like I don't know if it's like is twee the right word, but there's definitely like a cute a cuteness to it that did seem to yeah, inform a lot of movies after the fact like yeah. that like just it, 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 i think like just Ju- weirdos being weirdos and walking around yeah juno stuff. doesn't exist without this movie like there's just a bunch of movies that came out in the next like five to ten years that like would not have happened without napoleon dynamite and like i'm not i'm not saying it's a bad thing but like there's very much like a bunch of movies really got influenced by this movie and just yeah kooky characters like you know just in like normal settings and, you know, the thing is, is, like, when, when Napoleon Dynamite first came out, the first time I saw it, it was, like, the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And watching it now, I think I chuckled a handful of times, and it's it doesn't hold up particularly well. Like, there's a few a few of his reactions, um, you know, like, when, uh, when uh, he finds out that Uncle Rico bought, like, a time machine... Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, Kip says, it's a time machine, Napoleon. And he just, like, his reaction of, like, nuh-uh. Like, it's just, he, like, those kind of, like, the kind of, like, kid reaction, the reactions you did as a kid, but said as, like, an older, like, you know, older teen. is just, like, it's mm-hmm. just kind of, no friggin' way. Like, it's just, 
it was funny to hear it's those, such but... weird like dry humor and it's i haven't rewatched it in a long time i wonder what i would think uh, uh amazing i would say s tier uh, opening credits the school lunches with all the names and stuff yeah it's also Great the stuff. soundtrack fucking is so good i think the soundtrack is the best part of the movie but um yeah i didn't think it held up particularly well and there's a couple lines in there where you're like ah that line would not be put into a script today hmm <laughs> Because when Napoleon goes off on other races or something. Yeah, there's a really long diatribe about it. It's just like, it's right after the Jamiroquai dance. And he just like goes off on stage. And everybody's like, yeah, Napoleon. It's like the only time the entire movie where everybody's on board with what he's saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll do it for me for movies, guys. Let's talk about some TV shows we've seen. TV shows we've seen. We've seen Robert. What uh, TV shows have you seen? I think the only uh, real TV shows I've been watching has was um, I watched the the other episode of Dig Man, the second episode. I want to say that they're like free on Comedy Central with ads. Like you can go on the even the website and just watch episodes. Um, I think can I like the second I episode say better. Real quick, uh, the Comedy Central app and the website are just the player is flawless. Comedy Central oh. has cracked it. You 100%. know, whatever it is, they that everything about their digital, it just works. Every other app, take notes. Um, I, I wasn't ever having any problems with it. I can say that at least. But um, I liked it better than the first episode, and I am still not in love with the voice for Digman. I know what he's again. I know what he's going for, but I just wish it was more. Andy, I don't know if even if if it was just even Andy Samberg, I mean, maybe he just doesn't want to do that or they need something more to to drive home that it's this other character. I just think I would like it more. I don't know. It's it's just. That's my main or my main thing, which is a shame that he's the main fucking character. And that's the the thing that I have the quibble with. But I still would like to keep up watching it. Um, I want to see your 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 redub of this. Yeah, I'm doing a fan edit, actually. I did see a fan edit of speaking of TV shows. We've seen someone doing like all these added effects and things for the Obi-Wan show, kind of making it like a fan movie. Mm-hmm. I think I watched the trailer. Yeah. And it's like they're when Date him and Dater, him and Dater are fighting, you know, Dater <laughs> from Star Trek, the, non, the non-licensed Star Wars character, Barth Dater. Uh, they're fighting on like a blue kind of a lava planet, and I was like, "All right, yeah. I think I see the the image, the what you're going for here." But like, does they always do they always have to fight on a lava planet? Like, I don't know. Uh, I like the fact that I could actually see something in that scene. Yes, the, him actually turning up the brightness and being like, "Oh, you want to see these two iconic characters fight? Yeah, sure. Here we go. <laughs> Turn it up for you." The real um, pet peeve of mine of Disney Plus stuff. It, it's not just Disney not even Plus. Just, it's just Disney Plus, Thrones, and yeah, they have a couple shows. Are like we're like we intentionally made it dark as fuck and hard to see. It's like. That was dumb. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> I hate that shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that looked cool. And then the, he made it the uh, Imperial Quisitorius or whatever. The the you know the big spike coming out of the water looked more like the game. And yeah, it looks cool. Cool fan edit. I'll probably watch that. So that is a TV show I've seen becoming a movie I've seen in the future. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, other than that, we just watched when we were on vacation some clips of MTV True Life. Man, I miss that show. Like the pure form, the first few years of that show, when uh, a name I hadn't heard in a long time, Gideon Yego, 
who was like an MTV guy, yeah, was was the voice of it. And he was like, "This is MTV True Life." And it's like we meet three pers- people that going down to the shore. Will they meet find love or go home empty hearted? Like, uh, and the we were watching some of the like I own a Jersey Shore house episodes. Holy shit, what a mess! You know, it was all like coming back to me, like seeing this guy in the, this little white hat. Being like, sometimes we have like 50, 60, 70 people sleeping here in one bathroom. I was just like, this sounds terrible. I don't even know if I realized at the time how awful it sounded, <laughs> especially when I, and now I'm an adult and I could like go stay at a place. Uh, just me and my wife wouldn't have to have a bunch of other people to break in and make it make it a miserable time. Um, but not a full episode doesn't really count. But you know what? Still. If you have access to it, I don't even know if they'll stream those things anymore. You might have to like literally just find them piecemeal as clips online or look on TikTok. But if you have access, MTV True Life, the original apps. Because it's Paramount, it might be on Paramount Plus, but. You know what's crazy? There's still stuff that you just can't find through an app. I wanted to watch yeah. uh, Mortal Engines the other day. Mm-hmm. I've only seen it once and I liked it all right. And I kind of want to give it another shot. And it's not like available streaming. It's like a big universal movie. Peter Jackson, you know, big budget, didn't come out that long ago. It's just not on an app. You have you can rent it for a three bucks or whatever, which I do I do fairly frequently if just convenient. But like, what the hell? This should this just feels like a prime movie of like it was also a box office bomb. It's like, why not put it anywhere? Let it get some numbers. Let right. it be uh, talk on. to me. Talk to me after the show, uh, Robert. I've got a way. <laughs> I know a guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> there are always ways. You don't have to uh follow their rules. I know there's always ways. I've just, I always <laughs> try to, I also like, I want to hope that I naively think that renting or watching anything like that will somehow help si- something, a sequel happen. Someone, you gotta, somewhere you gotta help out Disney or uh, Warner brothers. They really need the real right fledgling. Now, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like specifically like if Peter Jackson was like one more person rented mortal bones, he's like, I'm doing the sequel. <laughs> And I'm and I'm Peter Jackson. As long as he calls it Mortal Bones. Yeah, that's the, that, is, that would be the sequel title. <laughs> oh, boy. I felt the same so, way about uh, John Benjamin has a van where I was just like, there's a bunch of like Comedy Central stuff on Paramount Plus, and I just wanted to watch an episode of that, and it just doesn't exist anywhere. Like you can't even watch. There's some clips on YouTube, but it just like episodes just don't exist anywhere there's also like the Wayback machine and there's stuff like that does has been able to capture and grab up some of those things before they're gone but like truly it we went from nothing's gonna nothing's ever gonna disappear because of the internet to because of the internet everything disappears eventually yeah we run out of space and we just get rid of it and no one thinks about it and especially companies just make it and the content goes away and no one saved it and they're like oh who cares or in the case of Disney, uh, we're re-releasing it in theaters, so it will temporarily disappear for the yeah. span of. Now that's just smart marketing, though. In my <laughs> give them a little coupon, say, "Hey, come to Disney Plus afterwards, and you can watch it all over again in <laughs> six months." Um, yeah, weird. I went off on a tangent, but that was TV I've seen. Max, what about you? Uh, lovely. Uh, let's see. I think I went back and watched um, Russian Doll season one, which I had watched about one or two minutes of the first episode and given up pretty quickly. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have, they introduce a really terrible character and uh, him and the main character hit it off. And I thought that was kind of going to be more of the the show and uh, they're terrible together. But eventually they come to terms with the fact that they are terrible together and that that character is an awful person. And so it was kind of... Um, 
I think it, it, we just had other things to watch. And so like when it wasn't really clicking right off the bat, we just switched over to something else. But uh, I, I really liked the Russian doll season one and uh, I will continue into season two. It's kind of crazy to me that there is a season two, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in continuing it and it, it, it's interesting and it does new things and stuff. Everybody said it was good and uh, gave it a shot and gave up way too early but um yeah i would continue on if you if you don't like the first couple characters just give it a, a bit more of a shot uh i also watched a little bit of the new season of ted lasso i think just a couple episodes it's um it's pretty all right it is it's one of those vanilla things right like if you've seen the other few seasons then you know what is going to continue happening throughout these seasons what is the like oop, i've pulled my headphones apart um what is the uh, like the issues in the show? Like, what what are like the big conflicts in the show? Unless they're too spoilery, because like it does seem like I've heard the criticism that it's just like. Have you not seen any of the previous seasons? No, no, nah, okay, not any of it. I mean, he takes over a a a, a footy team, correct? And yeah, so there it's it's boy. mainly first. <laughs> personal conflicts sometimes between players between coaches between uh like people losing confidence people being overconfident people like playing poorly for some reason some issue that's going on in their life uh and coach i've never played football before oh <laughs> also need to figure that out or my name is ted lasso ted lasso <laughs> of course they've got relationships starting and breaking up and mm. uh you know like exes who are out to get you but is there no like the actual soccer stuff it's like they win always 100 percent of the time and they're like yeah okay, yeah well, this part's the, the easy fl- flawless. It's everything it's, else yeah it's because they do the flying v every time flying v and they do like kung fu soccer like shaolin <laughs> soccer just like just like turning them into dragons and shit like flying into the goal that would be so funny if like it was all of like the out out of the game drama and like you occasionally get a glimpse of them on the field and it's just like a kaiju fight. Just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> why, are just why are we getting more of this? This is great. Very like, very like on, like someone finds those things are like on the background, like on a monitor, you see someone like going like super Saiyan on the field. They're like, wait, are this what happens during the actual games of the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ted. Uh, I also watched one episode of swarm. Which I keep is, hearing uh, about the show, but I this is I, I know literally nothing about it. Is it? Or it's Don, it's uh, directed by Donald Glover, and all right, it, say no more. <laughs> um, it is about a person who is really into Beyonce. She's not called Beyonce in the show, but it's essentially Beyonce, and uh, like kind of devoting her life to her, and like all her, her other friends are are thinking that she's is Swarm her name? Is that, that the artist? No, it's oh, kind it's of like the, the hive, right? A the beehive, the hive, the beehive. Yeah. Okay, but they're called the swarm hive. I don't think they ever <laughs> say they're the swarm, but they. I mean, I don't it's know. Implied. I only watched the first episode. Uh, I don't think I'll watch uh, more of it. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not not my thing. So, um, probably won't watch more. It's it it. I don't want to give too much away, but I guess trailers gave some away. It get, it it moves into the horror uh oh zone. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought, but okay. 
maybe not maybe not horror but uh yeah it it gets a little rough there <laughs> some rocky waters uh and then after that i watched beef which is I keep hearing about this yeah yeah a road rage incident between two people and then they're kind of like out to get each other and unable to drop it and one gets like sees the the license plate of the other and then it's uh it's ali wong and steven yoon right yeah yeah yep that's the one and then they're yeah they're they basically their lives are not going very well and they're trying to gain some control take it out on someone each of them trying to take it out on the other and things uh escalate and um i'm only three episodes in and I think if it were only that, uh, it would it would get kind of old. But um, it seems like things it it shifts enough where where sometimes they learn stuff and then they kind of slide back into it. And then uh, I don't know, but it's been pretty good. Yeah, so I'll I'll continue with that and cool. update you when I've seen more of it. I, I recommend that one more than Swarm, maybe more than Ted Lasso, but probably not as much as Russian Doll. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been watching. How about you, Andrew? Uh, my wife and I are just rewatching Fringe right now. Nice, um, another Lance Reddick one, right? Yeah, speaking of Lance Reddick, and uh, it's oh, and uh, um, from uh, Last of Us, Anna Torv. Yes, Anna Torv. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's it's really got the. Uh, the old Abrams specialty of like setting up a really interesting mystery and you kind of are, I'm like, we're like 14 episodes, maybe eight, somewhere in like the late to mid teens, early teens, somewhere in that like amount of episodes. And just like, he keeps introducing new rivets to the mystery. And it's just like, is this going to be another thing where he just can't stick the landing? And I can't remember how the show ends. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't quite remember if it, if it pays off, you know, but just like, God, this fucking guy loves to like set up really interesting things. Like he has a great act one. And then it's always like that act two and three, where it's just like, man, you just, you had something here. You really did. And you just, I think like he's a great idea guy and he just, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe by the end of the show, which also like he's not the writer or even like director. I think he's just like a producer on this, but I think he might have created it maybe. But it's just like he's always involved with stuff where it's like it just my man map it out, you know, like get the first idea and then figure out how you're going to end it and then figure out the stuff in between later. Like it just the the real trick is. Get that first one out there and then <clears throat> hand it off to another director and it'll just <laughs> success from there. Yeah. So it's, I, you know, everybody's good in it. I really like, um, what is his name? He was in Lord of the Rings. Uh, Gimli. John Noble. He was, a, <laughs> he was Denethor in uh, Lord of the Rings, but he's great as this like sort of like this, you know, scientist who's clearly had a lot of stuff go on in his head and he's kind of in and out of lucidity at some time, at some points, but it's fun. So we're watching that now, but that's it for me for TV guys. Let's talk about the sh- movie, not a show movie. We oh. watched for this and uh, maybe the game we all played as well. Oh. Let's talk <laughs> about 2012's battleship. It's amazing. It's amazing. 
That's right, we watched 2012's Battleship with box office bomb veteran Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he looked back at uh, John Carter Martin, he's like, hold my grognu beer. <laughs> um, boy, Battleship, uh, brought to us by Hasbro Films, uh, Peter, a- Peter Berg, the director... <laughs> There's a surprising number of people in this. Yeah, Alexander Skarsgård, Brooklyn Decker, Liam Neeson, and Bad Girl Riri. And uh, Jesse Plemons also in it. Yeah, Plemons. I was surprised to see. I've seen this movie before, but I was surprised to see Plemons in there. Yeah, I watched it when it came out. I apologize for making you watch it again. That's all right. It's better than I expected it to be. Was it? it, Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, it's terrible, right? Yeah, it's it's real bad. But uh, there are points. It's watchable. It's one of those. It's watchable. Terrible. I would rather watch this than Transformers, wow. even though it's okay. like kind of uh, trying to be Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before before we get too into that, would you guys recommend people watch it on Netflix? No, 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 I would not. No, this movie so desperately wanted to be Transformers uh... that it ended up doing it better. And it, yeah, and I did such a better job. So kudos to it. No, Excellent. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really recommend it. I didn't think it was very good, and we will talk about it. But uh, too too long as well. I would yeah. say. Max, what about you? No, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Um. It I, it is watchable, but uh. I, but I don't think it, there are a lot of things out there that are watchable and more watchable than this. And I also, it's it's just it's so navy funded i imagine mm-hmm. it's just too much of a commercial for the navy that yeah. i cannot support it really yeah. that, like it's it's just basically tax dollars being spent to recruit uh new people into the army i mean they did do a good job of showing yeah. that like uh, apparently none of their current technology was good and it was actually <laughs> old technology that was the way to go um i'd also say don't watch it on netflix uh i yeah it's 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 too long and it takes itself too seriously. Like mm-hmm. if this was like the, th- I think the, the thing that has stood at the test of time for all, for most of us about this movie is Rihanna saying Mahalo mother. And like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like, but like, that's the sort of like, and you know, when this movie decides that it's going to be battleship, the game, the movie, and like, it's kind of silly when it's doing that, is kind of like the best parts of the movie. But then when it's like hand-to-hand combat with like aliens with like who are just like dudes with spiky goatees. <laughs> They're definitely like uh the backup members of Limp Biscuit. Yeah. But in <laughs> alien form. Like I yeah, the alien design sucks. Like I was just and so that was the other thing. I was when I said that uh Napoleon Why Dynamite, ever take their helmet off? I don't know. If they look that stupid. Yeah. Like, why? Like, um, when I said Napoleon Dynamite had poisoned indie movies for years, Transformers, man, they did a fucking number on science fiction movies. Cause it's just like every fucking robot has to be that like sleek, metallic, like, you know, jaggedy edge. Multiple panels that shift off. God, and I was just like, out. I, when they, when those like little roller ball, like, alien, those. when those showed up, I was just like, this fucking guy like he's just making his own transformers movie 
And then again, when those little balls happen to have tail whips that oh my whip God. out of them. That they only use <laughs> so one time. One time, so yeah. stupid. Oh, my God, um, yeah. It, before we get too far past it, um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers hand meme, and it's uh, Napoleon Dynamite poisoning indie <laughs> movies for years. And Michael Bay and, poisoning and, science and fiction. Crystal, no, and Crystal Skull poisoning oh. indie movies for years, and then clasping <laughs> oh, hands. Oh, I see, I see. I like okay. it, I like Glad it. we got to that. Glad we got that joke um, in, and let's roll on with the just, review. Just in time for the Dial of uh, Destiny trailer. Hey, exactly. I have, I have, I am more hopeful for that. I know there's some squidginess in it, but I, I'm hopeful. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see uh, what happens. I like. Uh, yeah, I see Wall Max Bridge. going. The, well, I, I know, I know. Bridge, with the CG, so we'll, we'll I, the, the best part will possibly be young indie, and that's not necessarily a good thing because of all the tech and all that shit. But we'll see. Anyway, um, I also another thing that poisoned this movie, I think, was J.J. Abrams' lens, lens flares. Oh my god, this this movie had. <laughs> The the shot that I think died in 2012, but they used it a bunch up to that point, which is the hero standing looking like this and the camera zooming around them as they're standing in place looking pensive. It's like great they, in like bad boys. And like when Bay does it well, it's really good. Well, there's like I think like the last time it really worked, there's a shot in the Avengers of Captain America. And I feel like that's the last time I saw it was that. Mm. And like this one, it's just like Taylor Kitsch is so the. I mean, one of the flaws of this movie, and there are many, is that Taylor Kitsch is a fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> there's no likable quality about this guy, and he is... I mean, so we start, the, we start the movie with him being this, like, fuck-up friend, or brother. I found out brother. I thought just, like, friend, but no, brother of Alexander Skarsgård. Stonehopper. <laughs> and... His brother has a very normal name, Stonehopper. Stonehopper. And he just says, enough. You can't, you know, ride around on my coattails forever. You got to join the Navy. Cut to six years later, and he is a lieutenant in the Navy. That was six years later? Something yeah, like apparently. that. Yeah, just okay, like, and good. but there's no, like, if you're confused about it, then I think I, because I read that on the wiki, I was like, I, I was waiting for like a Chiron to say like six years later or something. I was like, did I miss it? And maybe I did. But if you also missed it, then maybe they just didn't put it in the movie. I wasn't really paying attention, but Jenny kept thinking it was one year later. <laughs> I think there's like a time jump, but it, it does seem to be like some time has passed. Uh, you are totally glazing over like what I would think is actually I think I feel like is the best part of the movie, which is just like the starting when there isn't all the dumb shit blowing up, and it's just this guy trying to get a burrito. <laughs> uh, I thought was the best part of the movie. <laughs> okay, so he. He yeah he promises Brooklyn Decker by the way which is the most like appliance name person I've think I've ever heard in my life but she is like she goes to this bar she wants a burrito the kitchen kitchen's closed which is a microwave and so so wait wait is that wait hold on what's the scenario in this he has burritos he could put in the microwave but he's not willing to sell them yes he's tired or something he doesn't want to do it anymore he's tired he I don't wants to serve beer I, like he can't put a burrito in the mic i can understand if he's like listen like there's an actual kitchen there's a deep fryer back there i'd have to go up and assemble the burrito and blah blah, blah. i can't do that also his way of letting you know the kitchen's closed was that he closed the microwave so is the microwave just open it's for always the rest? a jar that's it's the rule at a, <laughs> at a bar it's always a jar you run into it constantly but it's so the customers know kitchen is open yeah so, so it was also sh- on him to have it just... open when it was closed. He really should have honored the mm. chicken burrito. 
It should have been that when he said kitchen's closed, he, uh, Hopper should have said, the Taylor kitchen's open. Oh. <laughs> and everybody's like, but your name is Hopper. And he goes, I, 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 I. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Go see, go see John understand. Carter. Go see, go, go see John Carter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of Hopper, have you seen me how much I can jump on Mars? What huh? the fuck? <laughs> Just John Carter. Um, so he he breaks into a like convenience store because she also closes the door on him. He breaks I did, in. Like, I did like the actual. They bought the actual Pink Panther music. Yeah, they did. Played it when he was breaking in. It's so. <laughs> and so he breaks in, just like fucks this whole place up, but leaves the amount of money for the burrito on the counter. But then mm-hmm. just trashes the fucking store trying to get out of it. I yeah. felt real bad for the stunt person working on this because it seemed pretty. He, the he person took some fell. hefty hits. He like yeah. fell on jars of like queso like on top of a shelf and then like off that onto a ladder. Like oh. like professional wrestlers watch that and we're like, oh, Ooh, god. Yeah. <laughs> Mick Foley's like, I've fallen off a cage, but god, queso. Damn battleship. He gets up and he walks out. He's like, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he gets tased, and then that's when... As he hands the burrito off. I was wondering yeah. if, like, the current was going to go through him into her. She's like... Yeah, she's, yeah, I, I, the burrito's, be like, funny cooking, he, like, beans are shooting out. If he wasn't able to microwave it, but that microwaved it for... <laughs> yeah, he turns around in time, and it, like, sticks into the burrito, and he's like, sorry, like, thanks for cooking it up. Or she goes, it's too cold, and he just, like, turns and... Yeah. Yeah. So that's when his brother, Alexander Skarsgård... Taylor Kitsch's brother tells him, you got to join the Navy, man. That's it. You're joining me in the Navy. Battleship. That's essentially what happens. And then we fast forward a couple years, who knows how many, and he's a lieutenant (laughs) in the Navy. Like, he went from just utter fuck up to, hey. But it's still like a fuck up, right? Like That's the thing. is, even, Even Liam Neeson's like, hey, you have like so much potential, but like you have no like character and you are bad. And it's like, well, what? What does that he, mean? How did he work his way up? I what does that? It. What does the potential of the Navy mean? Like he can kill people real well. Like I'm just, there's no like quant, like they don't really give you a quantifiable kill people really thing. Well. Like what? Because everybody says that you've got so much potential, but you're wasting it. And it's just like he made it to fucking lieutenant in a couple of years. Like it seems like he's doing pretty good. So like, what does he quantifiably? Hopper, you've killed so many enemy combatants with your. <laughs> I love it. I couldn't tell if he was doing a an American accent or not. It's all it's I, I want every plane on this ship into the air in ninety seconds. It's a little or, bit like uh Gerard Butler in Gods of Egypt, where it's just like I'm gonna do my accent. I forgot to tell you, I didn't count it as one of my movies I've seen because I haven't gone back and I will sometimes see it thing at a bar and then go back home and finish it to like watch the movie. Uh-huh. Gods of Egypt on at the bar the other night. Wow. With Chadwick Bozeman. Yeah, with Chadwick, the wisest, the wisest man in Egypt, or whatever. Was it odd going back and seeing him in that? Yeah, I shed a few tears, and the bartender was like, "Drinks are on me, man. I get it." And Drinks I was like, are on no, me. No, this movie, it yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I had reviewed this for like the third episode of my podcast. <laughs> Max said he didn't want to go see movies anymore after this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it I forget how bad it was. Maybe I need to watch it again. <laughs> bad. Speaking of bad, and and all respect to uh, hey our service men and women, <laughs> but it's clear that they had real veterans in some of these movies. Oh yeah, yeah, they had yeah, the guy with the the actual you know the actual par- or paraplegic, and then they had the older veterans from I assume you know uh, Pearl Harbor veterans or whatever. Uh, not great actors. <laughs> okay, yeah, Tour. that's that's the thing is that like Tour, my I, boys. I feel like. 
Rihanna gets a lot of like Rihanna flack is for surprisingly good. For, yeah, like, I, a lot to do. She, yeah, she has a lot of lines. Like, I enjoyed her performance. Right. I think like like if there's one like if you're gonna single out one person for a bad performance, it's not Rihanna in this. Like mm-hmm. I, she's she's not given a lot to do, but like she's no, given. No, no, no. I'm not trying to oversell that. It's no, just, no, like, no. She says her lines. She sounds like she's the sailor saying them. She gets a couple quips. But she's Mahalo, mother. Around, she's sweating. It's, I don't know. She's she's. I feel like she was like, yeah, well, I'm gonna give it my all. I'm gonna make try and make this work. Right. So. I just yeah, it was it was surprising to me to read that like Rihanna was like the the weak link of this cast. And it's like, did you watch the movie? Everybody fucking sucks in this. Like, and also that's such a cop out. I feel like to be like, oh, the artist that you know kind of trying to dip in. I don't know if this is her first movie role, it's kind right. of an early one, but. I did think when she was like the you know the wave hit the ship and she was like I wish I had an umbrella and I was like she was like available now as a single and I was like uh, all right was that any but was that any worse than Taylor Kitsch trying to push John Carter earlier in the movie you know what you I mean? know what no no I don't think so it was yeah if you um, want to see Rihanna in a movie though watch uh, Valeria City of a Thousand Planets that's right that's yes. right now that's that's a role that's gold. Um, no, I truly like once the ships land and they start shooting. Also, it is so funny to me that like they couldn't think of a way to make it battleship between other battleships. It had to be these weird aliens that shoot the only pellets, shoot the pegs that go into the ship, which I think is such a, that's what that was. I was like little pegs that go. Oh my gosh. That's so stupid. (laughs) I mean, I like the actual effect of like they hit and then they chunk down and then there's like a huge explosion. Like, that was fine. But yeah. It's just funny that the, the whole design is based around like, what's the game about? It's like, oh, you put these little pegs in battleship. Imagine big fucking pegs that destroyed them. Explosions. <laughs> I, I I didn't even connect that. I just thought, why is why are the alien designs so all over the place? Like none of this fucking makes sense. No. So those things just look like uh military arsenal. They're kind of painted green and and with like yellow writing, just like any old you know, thing that, that we drop on what, you know, all the terrible shit that we have, but then they have transformer, like city, uh, like creature looking things. And then they have like really generic guys in suits that, you know, you could find in any first person shooter that Mm. doesn't have a big budget. And like, I don't know, it's like none of them matched the other thing. And then there was like half of the people were, were skinny the other half were were big but there there's like nothing in between there's like two variations in sizes yep. they were able to get two models for the the two of them there's no description of why they're different or whatever and i don't yeah it's really like all, all over the place with that it's also nothing like so coherent. the like signs the weakness of these aliens is something that is so native to our planet which is they are allergic to the sun and so, like, you know, like in signs, they're allergic to the water, and it's just like, so you're gonna you're gonna take over a planet that you can't like for these aliens, they can't be outside for twelve hours of the day. Like, they're gonna take over a planet that like is poison to them for half the day, and they're coming from a planet that's poison to them because right. the reason the reason we they reach like, out to that planet movie. is because they're like it's another Earth. They have the yeah. same star system as us. 
in these is it just that they were like in out, that same it's... area and found like the signal because yeah that is the whole thing the planet g was supposed to be like another habitable planet but like in, where in are they coming habitable from? because it's a certain distance from the sun its sun is yeah they were like it's it's almost like identical to ours so like how heck? can that be possible <laughs> something they, they would they have grew explored. up like from from the ooze of the planet from the primordial ooze they had sunglasses on Something, uh, something they definitely would have explored in future sequels. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, too bad we didn't get the answer to yeah. that because I'm sure they had a good one. Uh, yeah, that was. I Why didn't were even... there fucking aliens? Yeah, I mean, back to to Robert's point. What what made them think that Battleship needed aliens in it? I guess it's because it would have been a really generic, terrible like war movie, just right? like a, a two. They two... can't have people fighting people, so it has to be you know us unifying against everyone else, which. Sure, I guess makes sense. It's better than like you have the bad country that you're fighting against, and then people will get upset about that. But it's just, just... don't. It, there's another idea here, though. You don't make a fucking movie out of the battleship <laughs> board game. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's, that's unavoidable. They could even have like they could have like downloaded into other ships and like been piloting like manlessly piloting other ships, or the aliens literally take over the ships and like scan it, and they know how to use mm-hmm. it. And there's like. They're they're going faster than we're ever, you know, able to counter and like, you know, they're blowing. They've somehow added, you know, real munitions to these, you know, training games and are hitting them. I don't know. But yes, ultimately, it it wasn't enough to facilitate a movie about it, which is why it's all so stupid. Yeah. And this so uh, we should reiterate this is a this is one of the top 10 biggest box office bombs of all time. We have covered a couple of them in the past and we kind of just wanted to uh i guess revisit this one too but you know like i think when we watch these these bombs i one of the avenues i like to take with this is why do you think this this bombed and i think like for this one it's so clear that there's nobody who's attached to the battleship ip you know like there's Mm -hmm. not like i think people had fun playing battleship you know like when they were kids but there was not like with, you know, Transformers where it's like you had your favorite Transformer. And so like you can get like emotionally attached to Optimus Prime or Grimlock or whomever. There had been movies and shows and interpretations of all of these things, too. And it just like, I don't know. I To, to think that there's going to be enough people who are going to flock to the movie theaters to see a movie adaptation of a board game with no characters. It's just nameless ships was yeah. yeah that's that's the other thing like if you were die hard uh battleship board game fan and you were like you know i've really spent the last 12 years just intently focused on battleship the board game you're not I really getting, don't you're do not anything else besides this yeah like that <laughs> it's gonna do nothing for you there really there's no reason to attach the battleship ip to to this movie yeah can i, I mentioned um oh go ahead i was gonna say this I like halfway through the movie, it just occurred to me this must have been an existing script, like an alien invasion movie that they just tagged Battleship onto and then added the little the little pellets and the like we're tracking them. Echo eleven. You know, like it's just like that, you know, like hit. Like that's like those things I feel like were added or tagged onto an existing alien invasion script. And then they just kind of glossed over with a little battleship like I, even the I part think it like went the other way around but what were oh, you yeah, saying maybe. 
Yeah, because because I this feels more like someone at Hasbro thinking we need to diversify, we need to get bigger, we need to do something with our IP. Well, that's what and I mean. I like, think they well, let's make a movie. I think they bought an existing script that already existed as an alien invasion movie, and then they were like, "This would be perfect for our battleship movie." It's. I don't think somebody said at Hasbro. Let's hire, you know, whoever whoever to write this movie. This is the idea that we've got. Put it on. I think they probably bought a shitty script and said, uh, we can repurpose maybe. this to Battleship. But, I, like, there is, I mean, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen this way, but there is nothing to this script. And, like, besides, <laughs> like, this is, this is fully shitty movie. Yeah. And like, the fact that somebody comes and can't look at the sun, it really feels more like, a writer is handed the job of make Battleship into an interesting movie. And they're like, the fuck are you talking about, dude? What are, <laughs> what, what do I do? Like, b- just make it a big blockbuster movie. Everyone wants to go and see Battleship, the board game play out on the screen. Mm-hmm. And they're like, old well, Navy, but, <laughs> uh, you know, nobody wants to watch fucking Navy fighting another Navy. Let's put, aliens it doesn't matter it's the early 2000s ish so let's just do aliens <laughs> like from the like i feel like it blooms from there yeah. from a lack of ideas rather than like somebody had this script that they said you gotta see this okay so fred durst comes down his goatee <laughs> is made out of spikes and he has fingers going every which direction and he he can't look at the sun so he's always got to wear sunglasses i gotta make this into the movie and and hasbro comes along and says we love it we're going to do it, but we're going to give it the board game uh, thing. I I just don't see the script existing before, but it could be. Who knows? Who knows? How did this get movie get made? It would be interesting to find out. Oh, what a great name for a, a title for the podcast. Maybe we should try that. How, does, how did <laughs> yeah. this movie get made? Yeah. I did want to mention another another light Mario Bros. Uh, spoiler. I I went and saw the Super Mario Bros. movie. Then I watched this movie. And that meant that this was the second universal movie based on a game that had a needle drop of Thunderstruck by ACDC in it. Ooh, yeah. So I thought that was weird. That's in, that's in Mario Brothers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why they do that? I mean, yeah, you got to see the context. You will not believe it. Um, but uh, it was just very weird coincidence. And I was like, I'm done. I think I'm done with movies for a bit. <laughs> Done with movies for a bit. This um, this was your uh, gods of Egypt. Yeah, Not even I gods did, of no, Egypt. I did. Again. I did tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did tell you guys that this was um, that I thought the opening, the the quest for the chicken burrito, was my favorite part of the movie. But my second favorite part, I'm about to upload a picture of, was when I don't remember the name of this actor, but he was like the weird squirrely scientist guy that ends up saving. Oh, this is uh, Hamish Linklater. Hamish Linklater. The actual delivery of this line, I don't know if you guys remember this part, but it made me laugh so hard. And I'm posting it in the in our Discord channel right now. Oh, <laughs> she, like the girl is pinned, the woman is pinned like, oh underneath my God. the dash. I know exactly what she's trying to get out, about. and the, the aliens are all attacking. The the veteran guy is choking out an alien. <clears throat> and she says, She's like, I can't get out. And he says, Calm down, okay. I'm gonna friggin' save you. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah, the three of them, I feel like, 
just what a like what a boring b plot they just needed something for these people that was another thing it felt kind of like pearl harbor where there's all these just disparate groups of people that have to be doing stuff at different times during the thing and it's just it wanted to be bay so bad it 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 also like because there were like three disparate sets of characters there's the people on the on the john paul jones there are the people on the island and there's the people on the aircraft craft carrier. It felt like this was a truncated shoot and they only had so much time with each, you know, like set of people. And so like Jesse Plemons and Rihanna and Taylor Kitsch, you shoot your scenes in like three days. Liam Neeson, we've got you for like six hours. Can you like give some generic Navy lines? Once that wall, <clears throat> the force field goes up, you barely see that dude. <laughs> uh, he's he is done until the wall comes down. He basically has like one other line in the movie when the wall's up his best line is the very end of the movie where he tells alex hopper that he can't marry his daughter and then he says now if you'll excuse me i'm late for a lunch appointment i think i might have a chicken burrito <laughs> uh that's pretty good sam's dad i uh, think i can help that, uh, i was tased once trying to give your daughter a... oh you did know okay <laughs> you dog um, There's also that guy from uh, from Ghostbusters in there in like the um, in the mission control room or whatever. Oh, you're you know, right. The, the assistant to uh, Vigo. Yeah, is Vigo? Oh, oh. yes, yeah, Janos. Yeah, Janos is you know Janos is the president, right? Some, no, I, Obama's the no. president. Obama's oh, the president. Yeah. It's he's he's the one who's like they bring in and he's whatever the, the he's in the government. Secretary of like Defense, maybe? He's, I think he's Cal he's supposed point? to be Cal Penn in this movie. Oh, okay. Great casting. Thank you. <laughs> for everybody who remembers that uh Cal Penn worked in the Obama administration. That was a joke for you. Um <laughs> not for us. Yeah, it definitely yeah. wasn't for yeah. us. <laughs> uh so I yeah, so like the I think again. The parts where this movie decides to lean into being a battleship movie, which is like when they're doing the Echo 11, miss, you know, like that stuff. I, it's not good, but it is fun and silly. And I was just like, God, I wish like one, I wish this movie was not over two hours. And the other thing I wish <laughs> yeah. is just like, I wish it was more, it was silly like this for more of it. Because like, it's again, it's not good. Cause they're still like sweating and like, Echo 19, miss. And it's just like, they're still trying to like macho up the scene and like make it badass. But like that's, that shit was just like stupid and silly. And I was just like, there's, there's a fun movie here. And like at no point during the movie, do they figure it out? But like, there's a fun maybe episode here. <laughs> yeah. But like it being over two hours is ridiculous. And it's just, it could have been like an hour 40 at mo. It could have been like an hour 40. They could have really tightened it up and just make it. I guess you could keep the aliens, but they're really trying to ride again. That transformers. Hype. Yeah. But it just was not the right. They, they also played like the mass effect sting a couple times. Did you like, or, or the, the music? Did you hear some Mass Effect going on? I was like, oh, these are Reapers. I see what's going on here. I didn't get maybe that. It, I did. It was just me. Okay. I, I think like it was, I was maybe too, it's too soon since um, Halo. But there were certain mm. parts of this that did remind me too much of the TV show Halo, where it's just like. They do, they look like brutes with the, uh, with the with thing. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. This, I, I, the other, the other thing that really made me laugh is towards the end where they are 
they've commandeered the USS Missouri to like, cause the, you know, their ship got blown up. So they go and take a, 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 a museum, like a decommissioned battleship that can somehow still run, even though it's be, been decommissioned for theoretically 60 it's years. It's been a tourist attraction for years. So it's like, well, we still have missiles. We scrape some together. It's like, huh? How? Like this ship should not them? be, there should not be able to run it. De- decommissioned means like, it's just this, the silliest part of this too, is that the, like, it's, it's fully decked out. There are just yeah. veterans who are like sitting in the crow's nest or something, just right. like waiting for they someone appear to show like, up. Uh, you know, multiverse Spider-Man, like all over the ship. They are just like <laughs> appeared out of the shadow. Like what the fuck? I also, like, who, I love who woke the, up grandpa. The one thing they do to get it ready is that they're trying to move like the merchandise off of it, but they just kind of shove it over. So it just like, you just, you didn't even like accomplish what you wanted, which was to make room. You just made actually made less room by like making a mess. With shattered glass. With shattered glass, <laughs> yeah. There's but, also they like they're like, so are we really firing on Oahu? And then this guy's like, you better believe, it. and he's like, oh, oh, goddamn, or holy crap, or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you know there are aliens here? Like, I'm not even sure if you know what's happening <laughs> right, right now. The I other... think you're, I think you think you're firing on the island of Oahu. <laughs> he's like, finally, those damn civilians will pay for their <laughs> hippies and mother. <laughs> they cut me off at the senior to- frogs restaurant. So I'm gonna... <laughs> them um the thing that i was laughing at amongst other things was um uh captain nagata notes that the 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 big ship with the two things that that make the shields have moved closer to the island so they don't have to choose between destroying that ship and stopping the satellites because they've conveniently moved everything within firing range of this old ship and he goes i didn't know it moved and Taylor Hughes goes, neither did I. And it's just like, it didn't need to. And in fact, it made it more convenient for the humans to destroy everything by having them move closer. The other frustrating it's thing... All, that, oh, sorry, go ahead, Max. It's also just a, a really weak idea that like these aliens are able to travel across the universe. <laughs> but they're stuck in the water. Planet, and then they're like stuck in the water, like barely. They're stuck in the water, but also they're like they're really waiting for one of our satellites to line yeah. up so they can use our satellite to get a message back. Like you fucking came here within one year, and you can't send a message back without our satellites. It it that didn't make any. That's right. And the, and our satellite, satellites, <laughs> our satellites are the best. You like, They're trying to take over this this like basically a shack that Hamish Linklater lives in out there that can like, you know, <laughs> send the message up there. These, they are so much more advanced than us, but they are somehow reliant on that. Also, they know exactly where we live. The the message that yeah. they're sending back is basically just, Hey, send more, uh, send more troops or whatever, send more people send backup. But like that could, they could already come here without getting right. that message hey come here because they know yeah. exactly where we are i guess it's just like hey maybe this planet's too dangerous for and don't send the same number i don't know it, it doesn't seem like they're going to accomplish their goal hey there's actually a lot of sunlight here maybe don't come actually don't <laughs> yeah. come over here what if that's what the message they're going to send like uh-uh uh-uh this it's actually not worth strong. it it's not worth it the sun's too uh, bright all the people here. on the ships are here attacking us we just want to leave uh please pick <laughs> yeah. us up but they, they never get the message so we get like an onslaught of 30 more who knows? Uh, the other thing I was going to mention is, and it just is like this convenient plot thing of like, whenever they don't want someone to be able to die immediately, 
it's like if you're not being a threat, the aliens don't attack you. So like if you're just like a person, yeah. you're like this green signal that doesn't they don't register and they don't care and they just look at you. But if you have a guns and you're trying to fire them, then they turn red. But if you turn the guns, they don't know what to do. Or if you put the gun down, like they're and it's a weird thing. It's like, do they also not have brains? Like they could like the, it I mean, was... understand their tracking systems do that, but it you know what I mean? Like it's it and I understand like so predator unclear. is similar where like predator won't attack things that aren't like attacking it, but that is like built into its lore of like it's a hunter, it wants a challenge. But then like this seems like just dumb. Does that not like sort of bring up what is their purpose? Because it feels like their purpose is to kill humans and take over the earth. But then when a human's in front of them, they're like, eh, not worth it. There was like the scene with like a little kid, right? And the little yeah. kid's like, ooh, like looking at the oh, it was like when it crashed through the Yeah. The the ball crashes the highway. And it's like, it sees a little kid and like, doesn't kill. And it's like, but what about all the people in the cars on the highway that died? Like there were innocent people in those, right? Like it, it is, it is so weird to me. And, and it seems like it really did not know how to explain it. And so it just didn't, the kid turns green and then he looks over at the supports for the highway and, they and turn that red. turns red, it, not attacking him, no gun, but they have to take out those supports. And then when they go to save their own guy, so like they fish one of the aliens out of the water and he's like sitting on a slab and they open the mask and like, oh no, he's alive. And then a couple of the brutes come in to try and pick him up. When they look at him, they see him as red. Their own guy is red. And then they, and then I'm like, I'm expecting, okay, maybe there, it's a different faction of aliens. These kind of look different. That's too and much. Like thought. one of them's prisoner or something like that. And, and those like, aliens are also racist and there's two different races in their army. <laughs> but I was like, they're, they're going to get along. They're going to take them out. Nothing. They just pick them up, head out. I'm like, why was that guy red in your visor then? There's also it, no consistency amongst like in. So like when the little spirally ball thing goes into the ship and it's chasing Jesse Plemons, he's green and it keeps going towards him and like trying to run him <laughs> over. And like, it's not until uh, bad girl Riri pulls him out that he's like safe. And I was just like, but he's, in their own like in their own canon, he's green. So why is it trying to kill him? They don't that none of that is ever clearly explained. I guess it's too alien to us. Yeah, to I understand guess so. Why? What is? They have two modes: red and green, and neither of them mean a single fucking thing. <laughs> the 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 one thing I will say is like I almost found it charming that when Hamish Linklater has his his case and he's like uh, da, 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 like he's shaking, and then the alien just kind of like stops him from shaking and then like just lets him leave and i was just like what what i mean like one why like it was it was like it seemed like it was annoyed with him for shaking and so it stops him from shaking and then just lets him leave it wasn't clear to me if he even knew that that was a human even though it was like zooming in on his his glasses his glasses yeah like it it seemed like he was coming like like um t-rex vision right yeah like, if you're not moving then it's not going to get you and it, it was just shaking it was stopping the shaking of the uh the thing that he was carrying not knowing at all that there was like a an individual there except that it was also doing a close-up of the eye right no it's baffling it's baffling it's truly like it the amount that the amount of non-thought put into this is baffling yeah, it just were doesn't. It, Go ahead. It, it really felt like they were trying to communicate something with the red and the green. Yeah, so you, you would, as a viewer, oh, be able Christmas. to determine. Very simple. <laughs> it's a war on Christmas. <laughs>
But doesn't it seem like when you break it down to something that simple visually, red or green, good or bad, and you establish those two, and then you don't stick to it for the rest of the movie, what is the purpose of it? So luckily the humans conquer the aliens, the the shield Mm. goes down, the Liam Neeson sends his boys in, and they, they save them. Um, movie ends. He almost, he tries to propose, he tries to ask for his Liam Neeson's daughter's hand in marriage. And he says, no, but come to lunch. I've got negotiations to do. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And then roll credits. Did you guys stick around for the end of the credits? Oh, Oh. we did not. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) I didn't stick around for the beginning of the credits. (laughs) There's a scene at the end where it, in Scotland, these three hooligans come across a, you know, the a crash part of the alien ship. And then an older man comes and helps them break it open. And they break it open. Then suddenly an alien pops up. And then that's, it's like a jump scare for the end to make you believe that there's still more battleship story to tell. Okay. <laughs> it's what? still coming. Hasbro's got it up their sleeve. <laughs> and the alien's like, oh, uh, can I call my folks? And they're like, <laughs> sure. It's like, dun, dun. uh-oh. Yeah. Um, bad movie. Real bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? We we suffered together in a way. That's so right. At least there's that. Um, at least it was streaming. <laughs> at least it was, you know what? At least it was streaming. Do you guys have any final thoughts on this movie before we head out? Nope. I think we've said it kind of all. It's really just trying to be other more successful. Even if you don't like Transformers, that was a successful film. It made a lot of money and spawned many sequels. It also, you know, kind of informed a lot of films after its time. And uh, this is not one of the better ones uh, for sure. Yeah. Max, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think it'd be a better experience to just uh, play the board game with an alien. (laughs) Who is trying to kill you at the same time. Unless you're green. Unless you're green. (laughs) Yeah, just don't don't aim your gun at him. Or after you aim your gun at him, stop aiming your gun at him. Turn it immediately to the side, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.